There are the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your calls today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Back at it again for another edition of the 1215 Club. It is Mutt Ariel here on the mic, joined as always by Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy, and Eric the Big German. I kind of went reverse order this time. I don't want to be, like, predictable. You're revolutionary, Marvin. I am. My, my name's Mario. Mutt right. Ariel. Right. <laughs> We're also, we got we to pull up. <laughs> we got a packed house here today. We got Todd Fritz. What up? And we got our boy Chad, the chef, whiskey bent BBQ, Trigger's very own. Please, please don't ever call me a chef. I'll just go by Pitmaster. <laughs> Pitmaster. I've only been doing it because Eric's been calling you chef, so I figured that it, it got on your nerves. Well, now the story behind that is we have a chef in Salt Lake City that's part of our company that's from a restaurant. So when they first started working there. It was chef this, chef that. So I turned it into a joke, and now it's just grown like crazy. So it's fun. All right. So and it sounds like South Park. Hey, chef, what are we having? Salisbury steak. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, chef. So if you see Chad on the streets, call him chef. All right. Thank you, chef. <laughs> Todd, you had a big day today. You booked your own show. Yay! I did. And I was a lot more relaxed than I thought. Thank you. I, I enjoyed that. And I know they enjoyed it 50 times more than I did, not having to deal with my texts and uh, calls and emails all afternoon and night yesterday. Was it stressful, like, not having Dan and the guys to rely on, you know, pass the ideas by? Or was it a little bit more weight off your back? Initially, it was freeing. But then as it got later in the day and I didn't have any guest booked yet, and there was some questions as to who, you know, what direction we might want to go in, you know, do we want to lead off with a college football guest or whatever. I pretty much have a strong idea by now who we want to have on, but I wouldn't have minded saying, what about A, B, or C? And sometimes Dan gives me ideas that I didn't think of that he's into, and that would have maybe helped speed things up a little bit. Eric? Maybe I misinterpreted what you said, but you keep saying we, but it was only you. It was only me, but um, and you know, thanks for that correction. It's just true. That's the proper pronoun. But there were times throughout the after, late afternoon and evening where I'm like, I you know, I'm so used to like sending the guys a note saying, "What about this guy?" Or sending them an article, or you know, just to let them know it's getting late. And you know, the reason I didn't set up send out an updated guest list is because we don't have anybody yet, and it's eight nine o'clock at night. You guys might want to we might want to extend the net and think about some other people to reach out to. Eric. All I can think about is your lovely wife who joined us a few weeks ago on 1215 and how she told us that, you know, you run the scoreboard through her, you run your limericks through her, you, you run everything. Lines, yeah. So she's, she's like, you know, I'm imagining you giving her a rundown. Like, what do you think about this? Like, you're, you're pitching a guest and to your I really, wife. And yesterday. I rarely ask her about how her day went, which is even more rude. It's like, yeah. I'm so obsessed with, I have two guests Monday, one guest Tuesday, nobody Wednesday and Thursday. Here's my above the noise headlines. You think they'll get this 1983 reference? And she's like, you know, once in a while you might want to say, how is my day? I'm, you know, dealing with like 30 screaming kids in Simsbury, Connecticut, and I'm trying to teach them how to read. No, but I just imagine yesterday. Oh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, was, you're yesterday like, was, what do you think about 9.35 this guest? No, she asked me, if, <laughs> she asked me why I was so hyper, because I was like in this kind of tense, kind of I want to prove myself or whatever after all these years. I feel like i got to 
prove myself. I've only been working with Dan like 20 years and like they're relying on me to do this on my on my own. I got to have a strong, fun guest list. I definitely can see that though. There was a, definitely a sense of proving yourself because I feel like there was some doubt in their voices yes, when they offer you that challenge. I definitely felt that and whether they'll admit to that or not that, you know, with every bit of, you know, kidding, there's a little seriousness. Kind of, I, I felt I was, you know, let's see what Fritzy comes up with without our himself, input. Yeah. He's going to have one guest or he's going to have Sean Salisbury on and Chris Simpson put a few of the easy regulars on like Verducci and then call it a day and start like a four-day weekend or whatever they would think I was going to be doing. But instead, <laughs> I was grinding all the way until I was in bed 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And even then, I got up at 1230, went downstairs, had a pinwheel by one of those chocolate marshmallow things. <laughs> yeah. And I had like some fruit punch Gatorade. These are things you shouldn't be eating at 1231. Probably not. Grabbed a handful of Fritos. And I think I had one of these little mini chocolate chip muffins that I'm supposed to not touch because that's supposed to be for my daughter's snack for like for her lunch to bring to a You pay high for school. it, Todd. You I do did. whatever you want. And I'm there with, and I brought my phone down. And then, of course, 10 minutes later, I'm in the bathroom because of all this mix of things I ate. I'm not going to get into that. I know too much bowel humor. But there I am checking my phone, looking for guests like one, two in the morning, waiting, especially the West Coast guests that didn't get back to me. And it's, it's, only, it's only like 11 p.m. West Coast time at two in the morning. So only. maybe we still have a shot <laughs> at uh, you know getting some good news on my email or text while I'm digesting my pinwheel and Fritos. Who was the biggest guest that you reached out to uh, that obviously we didn't have on? Uh, there was John Elway. There was <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> no, that's true. Though. You really a, did reach out? Oh, yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. I pulled uh, Darius Rucker, who's going to join us next Tuesday. He couldn't do it uh, today, but those were some that I reached into. Um, John Sterling, which would, would have been good because he got stranded yeah. with the uh, with the rain, with the storm, so that would have been good. I hadn't heard back on that. Jim John Miller, the Hall of Fame Giants broadcaster, because the Dodgers and Giants have that big uh, weekend series in the Bay Area. Those were some. A lot of college football guests I had reached out to, and I don't want to say we settled for Bruce Feldman because he was very very good. But um, there were some others that I know we have on more regularly that I know would be a safe bet, whether it be a, a David Pollack or a Greg McElroy or someone like that, but uh, they were not available for today. How interested would you be in doing this like once a week, maybe, where you, or maybe more than once a week, Todd? Like if this was a regular thing where you didn't have to pass everything by the guys? It's a, that's an interesting question. I think I would lean towards yes, I would do that more often. The only tricky part is there are certain days where there's no main headline. This time of the year, things are getting busy with baseball, pennant races, college football and NFL starting before you know it, basketball starting again. So there's plenty to talk about. But there are days when you'll go to ESPN or Fox or one of the sports websites and there's there's no real main story. And that's when I can really use the help of the guys because then I feel like if I book somebody out of left field just to book a guest, I know Dan feels very strongly like, let's not just put somebody on just to have someone on but it was very uh, it was kind of relaxing knowing that like whoever I book they're not going to make me cancel and I don't have to wait for them to get back to me and say nah how about this one or forget about that one or why'd you put this one on the first hour that's more of a third hour guest and all that stuff that comes with it you didn't answer the question. I did right? not. I would say, I do that a lot. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I'd be up for- uh, Make a statement, co- Todd. You know, one, one day or a couple of days a week, if they want to me to just kind of do my thing, they would alleviate at least the pressure of having to wait for responses or vague responses that yeah. I get sometimes. Or so, save it for the morning. I know you've expressed uh, that frustration here yeah, before. Yeah, when it's, when it's now, I, like, give me a fighting chance to track down people if we're coming up with guest ideas a half hour before the show. That doesn't, unless it's a beat writer or a columnist or something that I can get to directly. But I like to, you know, know in advance- I'm sure we all do. It helps for graphics. It helps for promotion. Mm-hmm. And if we can get a couple of guests lined up in advance, I think everybody wins. And I can, you know, have a good night's sleep and function without having that weight on my shoulder. Don't? Um, Todd, do you think any of your guests today, under normal circumstances, would have been shot down? Or do you think it would have been smooth sailing? I think Bruce Feldman would have been fine. 
I think uh, Rodney Harrison would have been fine. Oates would have been the question mark, but I think I could have sold that because he's an SEC fan. He likes the Titans and Broncos. Dan's met him before, and they had that, you know, that little breakfast in Paris and stuff like that. But because Dan specifically said not to book him, I had to go ahead and make that like my first, you know, mission. Eric? I don't know if this is good for the story or not, Todd, but I will just say that it is not normal for a booker on a show to autonomously book guests without input from producers and talent. So while like, I mean, you did a good job, but obviously you are a producer and a talent on the show, but from like, for people who don't work in entertainment, it is very normal for there to be that brainstorming process that you guys have. I think part of the anomalies to the show is a, the daily basis of it. Right. And, and B you certainly have a, a specific type of personality, the way you communicate and the kind of 24 seven way that you live it, live and breathe it. Um, that I think the guys probably seem to be a little bothered by. Um, but as they said on the show, that's not going to change. But <clears throat> for those who don't work in TV, it is very, that is a standard thing where the booker will pitch people that either they know are available or they think would be a good fit for a particular time. So the process, at least in the building is pretty standard. Again, like to Dan's point, it might happen earlier in the day as opposed to right after the show, or maybe it would happen later on a conference call, that type of thing. But it is a, that's a pretty normal thing. So yeah. I just want to put that out there. No, I pretty, no, it's absolutely true. And it's actually, it's very helpful. Um, cause there have been times where Dan said, how about so and so, or, you know, see if so and so is around. And either I didn't think of that person or I didn't know that that's someone that we'd want to have that day. And that certainly makes my life easier on top of the guest ideas that I'm generating. You know, the more the merrier. And, you know, and they may have a problem with it, but I don't have a problem with, text back and forth and stuff. You have to have that communication. The last thing I want to do is book somebody and then find out that we didn't want that person or that's not the right part of day part to have that person. Then I got to reschedule them or cancel them. And that causes, you know, bad relations with teams and agents and guests. So uh, I, I like to know for sure. The thing that frustrates me, sometimes I'll send several ideas at once and then I'll get like the letter K from Dan, so which doesn't really speak to, <laughs> it, it, if it was like, how about so-and-so and then K. But if, I, if I'm throwing out multiple ideas and then I get like a thumbs up or a, or a, an okay symbol or whatever. Are you talking about the first thing, the fifth thing, the ninth thing that I suggested? Like, okay to what? And then that just generates more annoying text back and forth because I get a vague response back. We're joined by Todd Fritz, uh, Booker Extraordinaire, producer, big time producer in the Dan Patrick <laughs> Show. We got Chad, our boy Chad Ward yeah, in Chad. the house. <laughs> Chad, what did you, I mean, Todd, what did you think of Chad's meal today? What was your favorite? Uh, thing the, that he cooked the it was all of it but if i had to pick i'd say the ribs but the wings were spot on i mean he doesn't need a pat on the back for me he's a pit master right, guru so let, let's make champion award-winning let's make it awkward then did you not like anything that he put out there no i liked all of it I, and he put some corn chips he put some fritos whatever it was into like this little mix with the corn it was coleslaw and the wings and ribs just everything was great yesterday i overdid it and i spent the majority of the uh, afternoon evening in the bathroom again going back to the bathroom human not because of something he made poorly it was Todd, so good Todd, Todd. i took it like that i know but i consumed a lot of food i had a hot dog leave it at that a hot dog with bacon wrapped around a sausage a hamburger i had beans and then more beans and then i had potato salad and that's a lot we noticed you're always the last one getting food at me friday i'm the last one yeah like everybody goes inside and you're the last one out there eric Eric. wants to say something 
What we actually notice is that you take a reasonably portioned plate while everyone else is out there, and then after everyone else goes back to the radio segment, you're the last one to the desk, yes. and you say, okay, I'm just going to add another hamburger and three that, more scoops of sauce. I'm shy around the rest of the group, especially certain people that analyze everything I say, do, and wear, and I just feel like you know, I'm constantly people. being produced. People. So I, I, don't, look, I, I don't need the comments. I want to enjoy my lunch. It's Friday, and oh, third rib. Oh, <laughs> you know, Save some wings for the rest of them. Oh, that's a nice scoop of coleslaw. Like the comments that for some reason, you know, just it's the nature of some people's personality that like they have to do that. Some people are one person. They know who they are. I'm not throwing stones, but but you asked me a question, and there's a reason why I have to strategically. It's, it's kind of sad that I got to like. What's a good time for me to take that extra wing without having to account for it, or have to like do a soliloquy or explain why it was okay to take a third wing or a fourth rib or something? I noticed something this week, and this is completely off track. And I think I talked to Eric about it. But why don't you ever just stand up for yourself? Like, there's times I'm very non-confrontative. Didn't you have my wife on this? Yeah, show? we did. But I there's think times. The con- there's certain there's certain times like where you're getting a compliment, and like Dan's talking about your arms, yeah. and then you know they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, he has small shoulders and small forms." And you're like, I, ex- "I expect that to be the next line," and I shrug it off, and I don't I don't see what good it does going forward to you know take offense to it because then you're just encouraging it more it's like bias whatever like that's going to encourage the fans more putting you doing the thumbs down thing so i'm like you know if he feels compelled to say certain things that make him feel better or whatever it's that's uh i just kind of i've learned how to deal with that and i make a an internal joke out of it in my head fair enough you had a big moment today. Have you ever met John uh, Oates or Daryl Hall in person, anything like that? I have that? not. I wish I could have seen them backstage. I've been to a few of their concerts, but never in person. And that was just really, uh, it was one of those special moments over the last two decades of working with Dan. Every once in a while, you get a special dream where you're meeting a certain guest or you got you know, get a chance to talk to them or sing or whatever. And, you know, Dan is very good with trying to make uh, dreams like that come true. And today was one of those days for me. Chad? Fritzy, did you just drop in there that you don't go to concerts unless you're backstage? I've gotten very spoiled in recent Yikes. in recent years where if I've gone to a like a comedy show or uh, not even a concert because I don't go to that many concerts but you know being with the Dan Patrick show has certain perks and all of a sudden like if you're not uh, getting a little VIP pass to go say hi to Adam Sandler backstage or something like that then you kind of feel like oh, then I'm up in the right mezzanine with a pole in front of me because of the God way forbid. the concert shaped I could you know one of those partially obstructed view things you know and I'm like I'm Todd Fritz for God, crying out loud I don't do that who wants to sit up there. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Eric? <laughs> that was Paul. He stopped in. Eric? I will say that since you live a sober lifestyle, that you probably care more than maybe others going to the concert, right? Because, like, if I go to a concert, it's not that I'm, like, falling over, but I'll have a good buzz going and, you know, be ready to dance, whether I'm at the top of the roof or three rows back. But if you're sober and just sitting there, and like not even trying to be funny, but like you're in your head, like okay, we need this guest for Wednesday, and like, you, like you need to be immersed in it. I'm I'm projecting a no, little, but I, I would guess you need to be immersed in the concert in order to get away. I have a t- I have a tough time like doing things on a weeknight, and I and I've always been like that. I was like that with school. If I had a quiz or a test or a paper due, or whatever. When if I have something the next day, whether it's I feel like we need a couple more guests, or I got to prep an interview, or any any kind of work or school responsibility, you know, it's unfortunately that's a not a very great way to live a relaxing lifestyle to only like let go or not that I'm 
let go and get wild anyway on the weekend. But Friday nights and Saturday nights, I'm very relaxed, staying up late, watching bad TV shows and stuff. But Sunday through Thursday, you know, I have that angst of like, you know, the guests and things that I got to get done and responsibilities. And it's, uh, I don't do a whole lot on weeknights because I know I have to get up early and I have things in my mind that I know may or may not be officially done ahead of the next day's show. So you let loose on the weekends. Yeah, but let loose for me is, you know, eating a bunch of Chinese food and watching B-movies and uh, seeing if I could find skintily clad women on uh, one of the late night Cinemax shows or something like that. And then next, and we were play, right, playing on Facebook Messenger with like extra All right, Todd. And the next thing you know, it's three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I should probably go to sleep at some point. Marv? That's a lot to take in just now. It is. I'm big, I'm, you know, it's the 1215 club. I, I got to be honest and uh, I'm just sharing with you guys, but I don't do anything wild or wacky. I don't drink, smoke, or hang out all hours of the night. And for me, that's a wild night sitting on the capsule three in the morning with a Mountain Dew and, uh, you know, some pretzel rods and whatever and watching questionable movies with things going hold, on that I probably shouldn't be looking at, but I do. Hold on, but Todd, this is 1215 p.m. That's oh, it's not 12 15, that. That, that, that should factor in. It's not an after midnight show. This is it's not. You know, it's a family show. This so is a family kid, show. show. We're di- a direct reflection of Dan Patrick. Right. I, but I, I didn't say anything too untoward. I hinted at things, but I, did, I didn't step over the line. I walked up to it and then I stopped. You may have like stepped on the line and then you ran back. Chat? Mario, there may be some editing in this podcast. I don't, so? I don't think this one's going to come right out of the hopper <laughs> online. Okay. <laughs> Dill? Um, Summer Todd, Babes since, 3. Since it is a family show, have you thought about just picking up drinking on the weekends? I know, but drinking for me is like a, a grape soda, a root beer, or a, no, or, I mean, or, or, or a Dr. Pepper with cream soda added. That's what I got yesterday. And you could add whiskey I, to it. Todd. I could add whiskey to it, but I don't. I, don't, I think I'm, I get a little crazy. My wife, I think, would be scared of the way I can be sometimes without the drinking. But yesterday, I, I went, I got a bag of Fritos. I'm being serious. I got gas, and then I went into the little mart to get, I had a little little snack thing that I wanted. I got a whatchamacallit a candy bar and I got a bottle of Dr. Pepper with cream soda. What time was that? This would be somewhere in the two in the afternoon. <laughs> okay, so you, you I had, said just had that a big you lunch. ate too much and you spent the rest of the day in the bathroom because of what you ate here. And then less than two hours later, you had that concoction. But I didn't, I didn't have it at, right away. And then, at, no, it was, Todd, it was the drive home. You hadn't made it even but it's, home But I'm yet. like, it's like an hour drive, though. Okay. Over yeah, an hour, I'm digesting most people what have I just that. ate. They, clearly not. And then you said at midnight, you had like a whole other smorgasbord of stuff. Like, Todd. I know. I, I, I get really, <laughs> And listen, I'm not, you know, Mr. Health. I get hungry here. late at night. I think it's the sleep app. Maybe you should just sleep instead of being. I, I want to, but some for some reason, somewhere between eleven thirty and one thirty, and I don't know what it is, like clockwork. All of a sudden, my mouth will get dry, I'll get really thirsty, and I'll need like a snack. And sometimes I'm able to fight it off and just stay in bed. But ultimately, I I go downstairs because it's just one little flight down the stairs, and there's all the stuff I like. Just one flight down the stairs, I have like no why willpower. You, why don't you just drink some water? I, I have the water by my bed, and I'm drinking the water. I'm like you know, it would be better though, like a nice like. Sherry Coke would probably be better than this water. What was your reaction to uh, your wife's appearance a couple weeks ago? On the I show? thought she did an outstanding job. I got a kick out of it. I wasn't. She say anything that you were not cool with, embarrassed not you, really. you hope she wouldn't have said. I, I, so I told her, and I told you guys, and you ask her whatever, and she'll give honest answers. And I don't think there was anything that was, you know, that was inappropriate or inaccurate, or that she, you know, exaggerated anything. I think she said everything that's really true, and maybe. I wonder if that, any of that bothered me. I can't remember exactly what it was that would have bothered me, but I'm like, wow, she, maybe it was just scary that she knows me so well. well I mean, you guys have been together. Yeah, it's, it'll, plus be, years. it'll be December 2nd, dating 25 years, December 2nd. Todd, we're going to send you off, but I want to send you off with your singing that you did today. So that sounds great. All right, Fritzy, what, what do you want to sing with 
one of your idols. I chose Jono. Kiss on My List. Private Eyes is probably my favorite, but I went with Kiss on My List for two. Okay, why don't you sing just a little bit so John at least understands sort of, you know, what, what your voice range is. Hopefully he won't kill me too much because, again, since I'm a little kid, I love Hall & Oates. I'm, you know, I don't want to say president of the fan club, but I'm a huge fan. <laughs> just sing. Okay. Okay. My friends wonder why I call you all the time. What can I say? I don't feel the need to give such secrets away. You think maybe I need help? No, I That's know enough. I'm- okay. That's enough. <laughs> I get it. I- I've heard that song before. No, that's, you know what? That's pretty darn good. Thanks. That bothered you? Um, I wanted to sing a little, but I wanted to at least sing to the part where, where you get to the title of the song. And I felt a little cut off, and I still love John Oates, and God bless Dan for letting me even have that moment at all. But both songs that I sing, You Lost That Love and Feeling and Kiss on My List, I thought I could at least get to the line of, you know, where you're actually singing Kiss on My List and You Lost That Love and Feeling. But about two, three lines in, he had more than enough. To, okay, thank you. We'll call you. Chad. <laughs> Never stop a musician before the hook. And they stopped you before the hook, Todd. They really did. They stopped you before the hook. You were going to bring that crowd exactly. right into 20,000 Hall & Oates live, sold-out stadium. I just wanted to go, because your kiss is on my list of the best things in life. And then he could have said, okay, thank you. You know, we know how to reach you. Thank you, whatever. And then you lost that love and feeling. I, I just gave the first few lines leading up to the line where you sing the title of the song, and they didn't get there. Give us that you lost that love and feeling. Give it to us. You lost that love and feeling. You lost that love and feeling. Bring back that love and feeling, cause it's gone. Oh, gone. Whoa, 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 baby, baby, I get down on my knees for you. Get down on my knees if you would only love me like you used to do. If you would love me, love me. We had a love, a love, a love you don't find every day, day, a love you don't find. So don't, don't, don't. Let it slip away. There you go. So I wanted to get to those parts, but whatever. I said, baby, baby, I'm begging you, please. I'm begging you, please. Dylan, you got the last question for Todd. Um, Todd, I think it's obvious why you got cut off earlier. And then, <laughs> wow. You, That's not necessary. No. On a Friday no, afternoon before the no, three-day week. He cut you off because you're not very good. No, he cut you off because he felt threatened Oh, okay. I thought you were about to rip me that. that you no. know what? Maybe. He's like, wow, just some booker guy in Connecticut can sing yeah. and sound He's just like, like I've us. He's like, I've been a phony this whole That's time. That's right. <laughs> you know, we've been doing, I've been doing this for so many years, and we sold only with a dynamic duo. This kid with his crazy notebook booking guests can sound exactly, can replicate our voice just sitting there in Connecticut, you know, when he's not booking guests, he could sound just like Hall & Oates. So I could see that why he'd be like, you know what, let me cut that off. Chad? One comment, since Dylon did get the last question. If I have to have comedian Todd or Hall & Oates Todd, Hall & Oates Todd, 10 times out of 10. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that a compliment? That, that, that's yes, a compliment. yes, that's a compliment for take, sure. Because I take pride in my sense of humor and my comedy. So something has to give. Your comedy is great. Comedy act. If I have to have you on stage, Todd. I'm better off singing. Than I, I, I think we're that's better fair. off. Hall & Oates cover band. Let's start thinking on a, a name. 
for the Todd okay. Fritz. You know who also agrees with that? Caroline's Comedy Club, the <laughs> comedy store on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. Some people at the Laugh Gaga Club in Atlanta, whatever that was. That bar in Minnesota. That I was at. Actually, I did pretty well in the Minnesota one. The other three, especially the two big markets, New York and L.A. Comedy store at Caroline's. The most famous comedians in the world are on there, and they put me on there, and they're like, ah, this guy's not funny at all. There's guys that gave a pinky finger to walk on that but stage. You, but I still can't believe that I was on stage. Even if I would have stood on stage and juggled, or just like... Whatever, just kind of just made belching sounds. I was on the stage at the comedy store, and Caroline's. Is that that's ridiculous to even just be introduced and be on the stage? Forget about even saying something remotely funny. Like I was on the stage for a few minutes with that audience in, in those markets. That's crazy. I love it. Well, Todd, you have a good weekend. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you guys have a safe, happy, healthy weekend. Don't do anything too crazy. Keep the uh, partying and drinking you down too. to a minimum. You I too. will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some of the Mountain Dew like tonight, and then I'll save the rest of it for tomorrow. Okay. And I may- And Sunday. And, and Sunday, and then Monday. And I'll save a couple of those pinwheels for, for Jen and the kids, but they're really good. Do you know what I'm talking about? You do know what I'm talking about. There's Malamars, and that, that's a certain time of the year you can get the Malamars. Pinwheels. Chocolate, Mark. You shouldn't eat them at two in the morning. All like, right, Todd. Pinwheels. See you, Todd. All right, guys. Take it easy. Every time Todd leaves, I just feel drained, out of breath. Eric, you said you came into this podcast with a lot of- energy i did feeling a bit different right now todd is just so much like it's so hard chad you know you you get to spend a little bit of time with us but it's not every day isn't it just like todd takes the air of the room not in a negative way but he's so intense that like afterwards you just need like a minute like maybe a shot take a quick nap and then you'll be maybe a little better there is a lot of intensity there i I won't get you wrong but because i get it in small doses i kind of enjoy it you know what i mean it's not to say that I don't enjoy it. It's just like I'm like I was ready to go three day weekend, have a little get together tonight. Like I'm ready to rock and roll, get to spend the weekend with you, Chad. Like it's going to be amazing. And but now I'm like, oh man, I need a nap. Like it's just, and I enjoy, I love having Todd in here, yeah. but it's just like, oh my god. And then after you turn the mics off, I mean, we I literally have to be rude to him, and be like, you need to leave now, Todd, because we have other things to do. Because the twelve fifteen can't turn into the two o'clock podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but yes, it, it, I do see where you're coming from because it's a lot of different angles. Never know what's coming, so you got to kind of be on your toes. And it's hard to like rein him in. Yeah. Once he goes down a path, it's really hard to. Dan's good at it at this point. I mean, Dan's Dan. So he has that power. But us, it's like, Todd, no, Todd, please don't. And then, no, 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 no. <laughs> Dylan? The, the problem is, it's like you don't, he doesn't even leave enough space in between words to possibly interject exactly. unless yeah. you like literally scream. There's no room. It's not like he pauses and takes a breath. That's why he's running out of breath all the time when he's talking on the show, even too, because he's just going and then he trips over his shoelaces. Yeah, no, it's tough. It, you can't even, like you said, interject. There's not yeah. even like a space for you I to do. Like, try to. There is. I kind in. of like. It is nice though, just like leaning back when Todd's really cooking and just observing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys got, Chad? You you're here for the weekend? Yes. Yeah, so had a little bit of a uh, scheduling error on my part. I thought Dan and I were doing an Instagram live this Tuesday leading into my my Thursday and Friday here with you guys, but it's actually next Tuesday. And because it's going to be our kickoff of Chefs and Champs 2021 for Traeger, want to make sure we put the best product forward, and that would obviously be with me and Dan in the same room. Mm-hmm. So going to go stay with the big German this weekend. Going to do a little boating tomorrow and uh, a little party tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy this great weather because if I went back to Florida – <laughs> it's not nearly as nice right now. Hot. 
It's hot. It's rough. When's the, when's the Instagram live? That'll be Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern over on Trigger Grills. And uh, Dan and I will be doing some chicken wings. All right. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, Dan will be doing dry rubbed wings, and I'll be doing some soft wings. Eric? I can't wait to see what you and I cook this weekend. We've got four days together because you're staying till, through Tuesday. Yep. So we got a lot of food to eat. We got a lot of drinks to drink. We got yep. a lot of laughs to have. Uh, and hopefully uh, we can still get some sleeping in there, too, because I'm soft. Happy Labor Day. <laughs> Happy, <laughs> Happy Labor Day. <laughs> we'll all be there. We'll be hanging out with you guys tonight. Yeah, tonight's going to be great. Yeah, Dan couldn't make it, and all the Danettes had other stuff going on. But, but we uh, do have Mario and Dylon confirmed. Yeah, yeah I'm, Mar- I'm in. Marvin is refusing to attend. Marvin has a prior engagement. If you refusing got, I, to I, attend, I, I wish there was some video on here so you guys could see how well dressed Marvin is today. He's top buttoned. He's top buttoned. He's got a nice pair of navy slack or navy shorts on, kind of the slack quality, and then he's got matching J's. I mean, this thing is this thing's color coordinated to a T. Fresh to death, as the kids. Would yes, call. they would say fresh to death. Don't. Um, Chad, I, you haven't said anything about my outfit. <laughs> well, for for any any wrestling fans, uh, Dylon is dressed like mankind, <laughs> minus the mask. <laughs> he's got a tie dye shirt on. After the lunch meal, he's ate enough that he kind of has that crazy looking face that mankind used to have. So we're just one leather fe- one leather mask away from being at a uh, at a wrestling show right here. That is the- that is. Spot on, Chad. That I take that as a compliment. Spot too. on. <laughs> now, now that I'm looking back at him, he actually kind of has some of the face. The face off. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. look just like him. I, I smell a Halloween costume this year. Yes. Right. Well, right. we're off to we're <laughs> off to uh, right. Eric's little get together. We'll check in next week. Give some updates as to uh, anything that happened. Anything wild, right, Eric? There's a margarita pitcher, so it's bound nice. to go. And the karaoke machine. Are you having it ready to get going? Fred Durst live, too. Yeah, and Holland Oats. Give <laughs> 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 me a big weekend. That's all we got this week for myself, my Ariel. Thank you to Chad for joining us this week, cooking for us. Every time he comes through, the meals are phenomenal. All offense to Tyler. For Eric the Big German, Dylan the Graphics Guy, Marvin the Prince, we will catch you guys next week. Have a good weekend, everyone.